This is Talking Business. I'm joined now by Carla Offord, who is the CEO and founder, I think, of The Conference Shop. Yes. Is that right? That's correct. And, and The you. Conference Shop, you find venues Yes, for we do. It's very exciting, isn't it? <laughs> so we've built a business around um, offering support to corporate clients um, to help them find venues in destinations, and we do all of the research for them and show them so many different options um, for their conferences or events. And and uh, how does the business work? Do you, do you charge the clients or do you get commissions from the venues? Yeah, look, we don't charge clients at all, so we haven't in 11 years, so we work purely on commission. And, and uh, uh, with, in other walks of life, such as finance, <laughs> that's regarded yeah. as a conflict of interest that you can't get commissions off the, you know, like in... Yes, yeah, Financial of advice, for example. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, that's bad. So is there a potential conflict of interest in your game? I mean, no. um, that, you, that you direct people to the – direct clients to the venues that pay you the most commissions? No, because it's a standard um, commission, so it's one flat rate. doesn't matter which hotel. So we're not affiliated with any hotels or any destinations, so um, – and some choose to pay less, actually. <laughs> so, right. But we, we will – Put the client wherever it fits their brief. And do they? Uh, and do all of the venues pay commission, or do there, are there some Most, that say no, no, we're not? Gonna. Yeah, there's some that don't. But still, right. you put them forward if it's going to benefit the client and fit their brief. Then you still do that. Yeah, right. It's just part of the nature of the game, I suppose. And is it? It's a profitable business. It's profitable. Yeah, it's it's growing. Um, year in year out. So we, when we originally started, there was myself. 11 years ago in my shed at home. <laughs> then I eventually uh, bought in a couple of business partners and after three years bought them out, um, set up an office and I now have a team of five. And we've been through a rebrand. We've expanded from um, representing one regional destination now to placing business across Australia. Right. So you're fully national. Yeah, fully national. And we do a bit of international as well. And you only work for corporates. Obviously, they're the ones that need Well, yeah, that need across venues. all not-for-profits, government, all, all sectors, really. And, and um, uh, what do you – I mean, I suppose what you do is uh, save them time. Is that right? Absolutely. Save them time, which saves money. So if I'm saving someone seventeen and a half hours per event, they can be their time can be better spent. And is it seventeen and a half hours? How do you know? That was an average. So when we surveyed twelve hundred event planners, um, that was the average they they told us would save them using our service, because it's um, doing all the research. It's usually the most important part of the planning process because it's easy to say, yeah, let's do a conference or let's do an event, and and have the model for the event, but it's finding where to go, that can be the challenge. So that's where we come in and we'll research whether it's two destinations, one destination, sometimes across multiple states. Um, and we will, um, once they give us that brief, we actually then go and negotiate costs with hotels. So yeah, we do right. all of that for them. And you don't organise the events no, at all? No. No. So, uh, no, thank um, you. <laughs> I've done that before. And yeah, I've done it in you, hotels. Tell us so. what your background is. What, what led to you starting this business? Okay. So I've always been working in hospitality from a very young age. Um, I actually bought into a restaurant when I was 23. That's how much I loved hospitality. So um, I've always How did wanted, that go? Um, it would have been okay without the third party involved. <laughs> Am I allowed to say that? Um, so, look, I've always had a passion for it. Then um, when we moved to the Southern Highlands and um, the kids were at school, there was a hotel nearby. I was actually doing accounting at that point. And 
to be closer to the kids, um, there was a job going in a hotel, so I thought I'll start there, and that's how my career kicked off, I guess you could say. The rest is history. I worked there for five years, and I ended up um, in conferencing, director of sales, marketing, and then it was actually other corporate clients that were conferencing in our destination saying, you need to set something up in, in the Highlands because there's nothing here. There's nowhere for us to go to at that point. Um for business events. So there's always a tourism body there that does great things for leisure back then. But business events itself has always been a bit of a harder market for regional destinations. So, yes, of course. Yeah, so that's where it, it came from. So I did. <laughs> I left there and set the business up and haven't looked back. And are, are there any other – do you have competitors who, who find venues in the way that you do? Yeah, there are competitors that do that. Um our point of difference was that we were the only regional service right. um, and that's where our passion is and we're regionally based and so um, we see the difference it makes getting business events into a regional destination during the week. So that was the whole purpose of our business was to drive that midweek dollar uh, because weekends happen in spite of themselves. So Friday to, to Sunday it's bustling. You know, even locals in in Barrow, it was very hard to go out on a weekend because you didn't find parking. Um, but midweek was a different story. So that's um, that was where our purpose was, and that was our objective was to try and fill the midweek market and really heavily promote regional areas. Right, but do you do cities now as well? Do you we do find now. Venues in the cities? Yeah, we do because we've got some clients we've been working with for ten years. You know, who are saying now, well, can you also source? you know, in Perth or um, in Sydney or in Melbourne, and we're happy to help them. Um, but we have done statistics the last 10 years and we're still up around doing 60% of our business regionally and probably 40% in capital cities. So we're still really trying to push the regional agenda. You live in uh, Barrel. So uh, were you affected by the bushfires in 2019? Yes. Oh, actually, yes, we were. And early this year as well. It was, and um, early this year, right? Yeah, yeah, we were. Um, the northern villages and the southern villages were really affected. Um, we lost 60 homes there. So it's... Um, but not your home? No, close, but we're, very, we're one of the lucky ones. You know, we were ready to go, but we, we didn't have to, thankfully. And I think you're working now to uh, help bushfire-affected areas with conferences, is that yeah. right? You, you, yes. What, tell us what you're doing there. So um, at the moment we're really trying to push uh, an agenda um, within our industry for corporate clients to actually consider taking their events to a fire-affected region and help with bushfire recovery. Um, there's lots of campaigns happening um, like the Empty for weekends and they're brilliant. But um, there isn't a lot happening for that midweek market again, and it's affecting businesses everywhere. I can say it in my own region, and we're only like an hour from Sydney, and we've had a couple of businesses close already. Um, so it's really important. I think it's, it ticks the CSR boxes, you know, and it really does help. I think it's the only way these regional communities will get back on their feet again. Yeah, right. So how's it going? Are you getting um, a hearing? Corporates yes. are doing it? Yes, they are. It's It's been fantastic. We um, did an article with Spice Magazine, which is our industry magazine, and it's been shared, I think, hundreds of times. And as a result, we are getting business through the door, which is amazing. Um, and people are... I'm even taking corporates out to some of the regional areas and they're having a look and, um, you know, in some areas 
you know, they people want to volunteer. They're thinking that's the only way, uh, you know, building fences, you know, helping rebuild communities. Some communities, is, it's not safe enough to do that, but they're more than happy for you to instead just spend dollars in the community, have an off-site dinner. So if you are conferencing at a hotel, think about taking a dinner off-site um, or doing, a, you know, some sort of team building option within that local community. Are there enough venues in these areas for, for that to, to make a difference? Yeah, there are. Um, there's, you know, the far south coast, you know, um, has a few venues, but they're obviously more motels. So they're not your usual corporate venue, but they usually have big enough spaces. So whether it's a local club or, you know, a civic centre, they can definitely take the numbers and they really, really need the business. And I think um, it's we have a short-term memory. So these fires started last year, I think July or August, and the North Coast was hit, you know, around Tyree, Port Macquarie, Coffs Harbour. But we only think short-term and think, oh, you know, it's just happened in, you know, Victoria or the South Coast of New South Wales. So we've got to remember that there's a lot of communities affected by the fire and some of those destinations can take big numbers in really big hotels. Right. I mean, in yeah. general, is the, what's the market balance like? Is are there enough venues in Australia for the demand uh, f- f- uh, for corporate events, or or are there too many? Um, what is it, what's it like? Look, I, my philosophy is is we need to fill what we have, and if we fill what we have, then you build more. So no, I'm, I'm, I'm questioning whether we are filling what we have. Um, look, there are times where we we do. Like S- Sydney can be a very compressed market because. There aren't enough venues that take large numbers. So that can be a bit of a conundrum as a city. Um, but now with the, the effects of coronavirus, with the fires, with so many other things, there's a lot of spaces now also opening up. So it's it's a bit of a, uh, a hard market at the moment that way. But I think there's a lot of growth happening. Um, I know, for example... You know, in some of the destinations, I mean, even in Melbourne, there's new hotels popping up all the time. In Hobart, there's three new um, hotels opening up within the next three months. So there is the demand there. Yeah. There is definite demand, but it's um, at the moment we're slightly being impacted by a few different things. Yeah, in particular the coronavirus. Yeah, um, we are. As I we mean, speak. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, even through attending this um, conference in Melbourne, a lot of the uh, Asian market. Um, had to pull out and and are not attending, whereas they normally would. So that's wiped off, you know, a few hundred people there. Yeah. So, you know, it's hopefully, you know, we'll learn to deal with that a bit better. I I meant to ask you this before, but uh, what is the commission that they pay? Oh, it's 10% on accommodation. 10%. Yeah. Right. And it's standard across the board. Yeah. And it's not loaded into the cost. So, um, some of our clients have corporate rate cards, so they'll say our preferred hotels are X, Y, Z, and we get a reduced rate. So often, more more often than not, we can better the rate. Right. Yep. So hotels see us as an extension of their team, and they're not paying for us, so they're quite happy to pay for business booked. Yeah, of course. So they're not paying for us for the hours we're doing. Well, I guess it's the same as travel agents yep. with hotels and That's airlines. It. Yep. That's yeah. it, you know, and um, corporates, it's easy for them because they're tapping into our knowledge and expertise. I mean, more often than not, you get corporates that go back to the same venue year in, year out because they don't have time or they're not aware of any other offerings or options yeah. to them. So that's where we come in and we facilitate that for them. Mm. Very easy process. 
Great to talk to you, Carla. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, Alan. I've been talking to Carla Offord, who is the CEO of The Conference Shop.